Good morning. guess I had a, just a few thoughts um, I'll share. seems like the Lord always brings me back to, I guess, I was going to say this subject or topic, but I guess there's many that the Lord reminds me of as I walk through life. Uh, and I think many of those Subjects, topics, or attributes, or whatever we call them, that we are to called to walk in. I uh, don't know if we can ever exhaust them. And I guess I wonder if we can ever uh, completely master them. <laughs> um, but I do know that there is forgiveness with the Lord that He can be served. And. Uh, You can't rightly serve the Lord until you find that forgiveness. Uh, Let's pause for a prayer. Lord, I pause before you this morning and uh, just feel unworthy. be your child. But we do thank you, Lord, that uh, you haven't rewarded us according to our iniquities, and we thank you that there is forgiveness with thee. We thank you for your patience, your love, your great patience. You are the God of all patience and the God of all love. You are love itself. And uh, we thank you for your work in our hearts and lives in each one of us. And we pray, Lord, for a continuation of that for each and every one here. And we just ask that you uh, open our hearts and our minds. Give us more of your wisdom and understanding. And uh, teach us to walk perfectly, Lord. To walk more perfectly as you did. while our time remains on this earth. We ask this in your name. Amen. Um, So I know I've shared different thoughts on this subject a few times. I don't think I... There's a couple things I don't think I shared, so I hope I don't repeat myself. Uh, if I did, I guess I have to ask you to forgive me. But there was something I thought a little new that I wanted to share on this subject. So if I ask you, and I guess the subject is the love of God. Um, so if I ask you, what verses do you think of when I say the love of God? Does anybody mind sharing a couple? Just. Oh, what verse is that? Add charity, add charity, add charity. That uh, must be First Corinthians 13. Uh, yeah. It's Peter. 
virtue, knowledge, faith, yeah, brotherly kindness. I guess Peter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anybody have any other thoughts? Verses? What's the verses that come to your mind? Surely we have a few. of God brings repentance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, amen. Amen. And I guess it's probably that way even among believers and among families and children, husband, wife, like when there's correction, it's if it's done rightly, it's love. Yeah. Same as God corrects us. Any more verses? Romans 5, right? While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Well known verses. sure. I was trying to find that verse that Andy brought up. Patience. I uh, can't seem to find it. I'm in Peter, but we'll go on. I'm going to pick on Joe. Joe, you got a verse? <laughs> if not, that's okay. <laughs> All right. I like picking on Joe. <laughs> So anyhow, if you, it's fine. We'll think of it some. Or you think of it. Let me know. You can share it sometime here. Um, so I was going to read some verses in First John, First uh, John four. I was going to start in verse seven. So if you have a Bible or a phone app or whatever, you can follow along with me. First <clears throat> John four verse seven. I thought about doing something different. Why don't we all uh, stand up and just read it together? Just for, I don't know, read it out loud. Everyone that has a Bible or a phone app, we can try that. I don't know how that'll go, but let's just see what that. Okay, verse 7, I'll start. So try to follow along, I guess. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. 
In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be a propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son unto the Savior, to, sorry, to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. And sorry about that. And we, and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. You can sit down. I'm going to just a couple comments on a couple verses through there. Uh, In uh, verse 10, it says, Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. The word propitiation means the act of appeasing wrath and winning the favor of an offended person. So it is the act of appeasing wrath and winning the favor of an offended person. So God sent his son to be the mediator, to be the propitiation for our sins, to uh, stand in, can I say the way, or stand in the gap, or stand before us, and to appease God's wrath from coming upon us. And uh, I know a few Sundays ago I shared a few things about the wrath of God. It's, it's, I've been reading Revelation I wanted to share some things out of there, but it's, I don't know that book well enough. It's a pretty interesting book. But there's a lot of things recorded in Revelation about the wrath of God, too. And it sounds very fierce. It's kind of, a, I don't know if I want to say stunning or sobering. It really is. When God comes back to judge this world and to judge sin... And uh, I'm grateful that uh, I know the Lord and that he knows me. Uh, I was thinking on some of those thoughts as far as sin and sinning against one another. And have you ever given any thought of... um, I've shared some things on offense before. I know I have. Being offended. And sometimes we're maybe quick to say, well, so-and-so's offended. Or, and 
I believe when we take up offense, it is a sin also. If I get offended, I believe that's a sin. I don't want to try to go in and explain that right now, but for maybe a simple reason why is, was Christ offended? So if we're to be Christ-like, offense is because of selfishness. And Amen. Yeah. Offense is a, a me, me. You know, we need to be willing to suffer. And it's, maybe should I say, not easy always. Uh, but, so, what if you're the person who causes the offense? Or what if you're the person who, I mean, I believe maybe we're probably all guilty of that. I mean, before conversion and then even after that. So I guess my thoughts was this this morning. When we stand before God, think of all the words and the actions and the attitudes that animate from our being, from our spirit, from our mind, from our heart, and how God's going to judge all that. Um, it's just sobering to me uh, to uh, think of those things. And it allows me to see how great and merciful God is. Um, it'd be a lot to sort through <laughs> all the humans on the earth, you know, and everybody's attitudes, but praise the Lord that there's forgiveness with him. So anyhow, <clears throat> God sent Christ to be that propitiation. Um, to appease the wrath. And uh, down in verse 12 it says, No man has seen God any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us and his love is perfected in us. John goes back and forth through this chapter about loving God. Or I say this book. And he says that if we love one another, then God is in us. And if we love God, we love one another. He just flip-flops them. And he says, uh, so in this verse he's saying, God dwells in us, what? If we love one another. And then it says his love is perfected in us. And that word perfected, I just looked it up quickly, didn't give by any means a long, exhaustive definition, but it means to be complete or to consummate, which is to finish by completing what was intended, to perfect or to bring or to carry to the utmost point or degree. So think how God wants to perfect his love in us. And I guess I'd say the more that we allow that or that that happens in us, the more we can be Christ-like. And I guess I'm sharing this primarily probably for the uh, great need I see in my life. And I think, uh, yeah, I'll go on. <clears throat> so I was going to go over to verse, uh, some more thoughts. In verse, uh, where are we at here? Verse 16 says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. K 
Can we speak that this morning as you sit here, each one of you as an individual? Can you say that you have known and you do believe that the love God has to you? And God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. Verse 17 says, herein is our love made perfect. And then we can have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Our love is made perfect when we love one another and love God and vice versa. I guess down to verse 20. Uh, that I don't know if I've shared any thoughts on this verse or not. So I said if I did, forgive me. But maybe somebody can tell me if I did later. It says, if a man say, I, I remember one time I shared some thoughts, but I don't know what's going on here. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? That verse has always kind of like puzzled me a bit. I know I shared some thoughts on it. But the word hateth there actually just simply means to love less. So to love less, I don't know how to put degrees on that, but love less than... I'm not sure what to say. To love less than yourself or to love less than God himself? I don't know. And he says, this is a commandment that we have from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. I was going to draw a little something on the board. I remember that over here. <laughs> Uh-oh. So here we have God, and can I put his, um, down there, I'm not sure what I wrote, uh, I don't know what I want to write here, I'll just put requirements, or can I say his laws, or can I even write expectation? Expectations. And then we have man down here. And we have our neighbor or our brother over here. And oh, there's a couple of verses I was going to read here. I wanted to talk a little bit about what Jesus said on loving your neighbor, loving your brother, which would be your fellow man. Nobody quoted that verse. That's the verse I was kind of looking for, uh, but nobody quoted it, and I'm sure we know it. In Matthew 22, uh, there's a couple of verses here I'll read. He says, thou... Um, This person run to Jesus tempting him and said, Thou shalt, uh, well, I'm sorry, ask him what was the greatest commandment in the law. And he says, Thou shalt love the neighbor. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commands hang all the law and the prophets. 
Have you ever thought, what does that mean, these two commands, hang all the law and the prophets? I mean, that's basically the fulfillment of Scripture. You know, and that's what Christ came and did. And that's who God is and what He has done. So if you do that one, then you fulfill all of God's requirements, expectations, or His laws. And in Mark 12, He says it this way, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And somebody told me, uh, I think I knew it was a while back, something to the effect of, what is the hardest thing for a Christian to do but the simplest? It's, to, it's, it's that verse, his, his life long, to love the Lord with all his heart, all his mind, all his soul, all his strength, and his neighbor as himself. Jason, do you remember how that, am I missing something in that? The hardest yet the simplest thing for a Christian to do? Am I missing something in that? Do you remember how that was said or quoted? I thought it was you who told me, but I don't remember. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. So, this is the little description I want to give. When I think of, each of us think of our relationship with God and um, most people... And all of us confess, like, you know, our, our relationship is, is good with God. And then if we ask if it's good with our neighbor, I think sometimes there's a, 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 a but or a maybe or I guess you can fill in the blank. Like, it's as good as we hope it can be or, some, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes there's things... That when we look at one another or relate to one another, and I guess we could even probably move outside of what Jesus said. He says neighbor. He doesn't say church family, you know. Um, there's sometimes these buts and there's these ifs and there's these he did this to me or she said this or she said that or she did this or she did that. So what I was trying to point out here, you know, I feel like this is a, a me love right here. I'm good with God. But John says, if we're not good here, then we're not good here. And the reason why that is, is because God requires you to be good with your neighbor. So if you're not good with your neighbor... But you profess to be good with God. God is saying, oh, 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 wait. To be good with me, you got to be good with your neighbor. To be good with me, you have to love your neighbor. You have to love fellow man as I've loved you. So those are just my thoughts this morning. Things I've been thinking this week. Uh, and by no means do I have a master. That's why I'm sharing it. It's, I just uh, thankful that there is mercy with the Lord.
And there's another verse I was looking for this morning. So, greater love has no man known than a man lay down his life for his friends. And so, that'll wrap up everything. So those are my thoughts.